0: Wait, 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 wait. That was the wrong theme music.
1: It was the wrong. Do it again. Run it back.
2: Adventure Guys. Adventure
3: Guys. Yeah. Adventure Guys. Adventure Guys.
0: All right, welcome to Adventure Guys, a podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. Speaking of bass tone, there like you go. That funky peanut shit.
1: Yeah. Um. Thanks for joining everybody. I'm a little bit tired today because it was did birthday drinks last night. Um. Eric came. We recorded there. Now, Eric, are you thinking that's gonna be woven in here?
0: Um. Yeah, that can be our bonus clip at the end. Yeah, this is our Nick's birthday special episode. Also our 311 special episode. Usually it happens that way. We here we are again not delivering on a years old promise that we made.
1: Oh yeah, you reminded me of this last <laughs> night at the bar. First off, I, I, I Eric was like it's our 311 special. I was like wow, I can't, yeah, I was like wait, why have we done a 311 special before if this is the first time we're doing episode 311? or season three, episode 11. And you were like, dude, it's about the date. I was like, Oh yeah, I guess we haven't, what are we on? 120 outside. And then you're like 108 or I was like, Oh, okay. My brain was not working in the moment. Uh, but yeah, so I'm glad at least we have that to do, but we did not do the birthday thing we said we were going to do.
0: No, we, uh, so we first celebrated your birthday on this podcast in 2021. Yeah. We did the the birthday episode uh, was Mystery Train. Mm-hmm. And we said we were going to watch that every year again for your birthday and we would do a mystery murder mystery escape room kind of thing mm-hmm. while we podcasted. We said that. We said that. Didn't
1: this, do it. This is
0: now the second year in a row we're not doing it.
1: <laughs> but luckily like since what we've uh, signed ourselves up for here. We have lots to go and we, we, we thought of like <laughs> a really good sidetrack. Should we run this by people and see what they think um, and get some feedback?
0: Yeah. What are we talking about?
1: Well, we talked about watching all the Coen brothers movies.
0: Oh yes. This is, yeah, that's something that I've always wanted to do. A Coen brothers movie marathon. Cause they have a lot. Yeah. I'm, this is, I mean, this is something that you might recognize about me, but I, I like to commit to the bit when it's yeah. usually unreasonably. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> uh, but I, I like the idea of movie marathons. Like I used to do a star Wars thing when there were only six movies. Yeah. Um, I would, I would totally do another star Wars one now that there are nine. Um, I've never done the Lord of the Rings one, but I totally would. Um, I've never been like the hugest fan of those. Oh, play the Lord of the Rings theme song. <sighs> Fuck me. <laughs> this one. I forget.
2: The Lord of the Rings The Lord of the Rings The Lord of the Rings Yeah, yeah It was a movie about some fantasy guys Walking for a really long time When they got to the edge of the map Sauron was like Welcome to Mordor
1: I forgot we even had that. Why do we have this one again?
2: <laughs> Is this a Steve episode? This was a Harold episode. Oh, wow. Harold said play the Lord of the Rings. Oh, so. yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. I'm uh, <so, laughs> Not the huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I would do a marathon. Oh, and there's Hobbit movies, too, to include in that. So how many hours of Lord of the Rings are there? With all these and there's, there's
1: a, a sh- Hobbit show that came out.
0: Oh, there's the uh the the Amazon series uh Rings of Power. The thing is
1: the the Hobbit movies weren't very good, right? Like even Peter Jackson himself said they weren't great.
0: Yeah, I watched I think an hour and a half of the first one and was like, Wait, this movie's like still not even halfway over. Like I don't have the patience for this.
1: Yeah. Um, but if it was if I it love was, Lord of the Rings but wait we're talking about Coen Brothers right
0: right yeah if it was part of an unreasonably large bit to just watch all of them then I I would commit to it yeah Um. but yeah a Coen Brothers marathon would be cool how many movies do they have a lot right
1: yeah so I was gonna go uh, pull up their filmography yep there we go I don't even know how many that is 20
0: there's more than that That's that list isn't complete there is The last one on there is 2018.
1: I don't think they've put out one since 2018. Have they? I think that was the last one. Cause Wait, then, really? Because then one of them did a solo movie. Yeah. Let's see here. Because I, I can go to IMDb. Looks to be the last one. They had planned and uncompleted projects. Here we go. There's a Macbeth. Did that come out? Jerry Lee Lewis
0: huh well and it was so how many are, uh, are on that list like 20 yeah okay, hold on
1: 18. so many dude I don't know if I can do 18 movies. <laughs> I'd love to watch a bunch though <laughs> <laughs> i've I've uh I've seen a bunch of these but I haven't seen a lot of them. I
0: haven't seen all of them.
1: No, I haven't seen like half of these.
0: Have you watched the Fargo show? No. this Is it good? I watched the first season. It was good. I started the second season and got sidetracked.
1: Uh, wow, Brother Art Thou was right after The Big Lebowski. That's so interesting. To me, they, they seem like really far apart in my mind. Like decades apart. Like a decade apart.
0: Yeah, well, Big Lebowski was more of a cult movie and... Oh, brother, where art thou got some pretty mainstream accolades, right? Yeah.
1: I just always imagine the Beagle Lebowski is like a quintessential, like mid nineties movie. And over the Arthur is a quintessential, like two thousands movie, but they're really only two years apart. Like, yeah. yeah, that's cool. That'd be fun. Well, did you see the mail? At gmail.com. Let us know if you have any other ideas for uh, side sidetracks, let us know. Um, I know you probably showed up here cause of adventure time. So, you know, it's also fair to say, stop talking about this shit and get on track. I'd be okay with that. Um, Speaking of which, let's talk about the episode.
2: Episode
3: Okay,
0: so we watched season four, episode eight Goliad.
1: Goliad. Um, Really great episode. As we started watching it, I realized, Eric, for us, first off, we hadn't seen Peppermint Butler in a long time, and we hadn't really even seen Princess Bubblegum in a long time. Yeah like a months while. yeah i was like oh shit like we used to hang out with her every week and now <laughs> she's back um that's how it goes sometimes on these but this is a very fun episode i say this is kind of one of the episodes that is where the the bones are made on uh, arguing that this is one of the greatest shows ever um when there's like you know a throwaway episode, or episode that's not really as important to the canonical story, or something, just a run of the mill episode that's just jam packed with so many funny moments and specific choices. Um, and yeah, like idiosyncratic humor, yeah, to, to adventure adventure time. Uh, there, I mean, there is important things. I mean, I guess we're seeing here. I, I think, I think this is you know, season four, we're probably getting a closer. Look at who Princess Bubblegum is as a character, a little bit in this episode. Yeah, uh, her capabilities, the way she handles things, her existential uh, crisis she's having.
0: Right. This is, I think, where a lot of the fan base starts to lose sympathy for her, mm-hmm. um, and like starts calling her fascist and all that kind of stuff. In my initial watch through, like, I think this is like the like the real interesting deepening of her character traits. Yeah. Or it's, we're really going beyond the princess stereotype kind of thing. And, uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like her, the way that she thinks, like she's responsible for <laughs> saving the world and ne- needing to like live forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also like the insane situation that she puts herself in. She, where she just needs a nap and it all goes to hell because she needs a nap. I think this shit is funny, <laughs> but, I think this is where the general fan base starts to lose touch with her character.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's hard. It's hard for people to, to hold both things to be true. Like I like princess bubblegum. Also, she does just questionable stuff here. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I guess you get deeper and that's with like her whole backstory, but this is maybe like you're, you're starting to learn, like she feels responsible for all of candy kingdom and saving the world. And she realized she's not going to live forever. And I feel like that's like one of those things It's happened to me, like with work and stuff where you, you, you get that jolt of almost like anxiety and worry. So you just go into like, I'm just going to keep working. Like I'm not going to sleep. I'm just going to keep going. And then all of a sudden you're not getting a lot of sleep. And then your work is suffering. I feel like that's a, it's a cycle that lots of people can probably relate to, at least subtly. Yeah. And I feel like that's what she's participating in. But it's funny because she, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I guess we should, we. the, the episode opens with Finn and Jake. I just want to say, um, Jake is making a cube with his stomach, which is very interesting. Lots of cubes in this episode. Um,
0: <laughs> Play that the cube theme song. Yeah. <laughs> the cube.
2: Ravel the mystery It's a conspiracy It's the Cube The
3: Cube
1: Which by the way, I still want another tattoo I got, I had uh, dreams that I got some tattoos uh, (laughs) And a couple were good, some were really bad And then I woke up and I didn't have them I was kind of bummed Just nothing stacking up to the Cube, I gotta say
0: It's a classic (laughs)
1: did get it I did get, a, I did get a, a text or an email about that we, we, we gotta do mailbag later um, okay but okay but you
0: should get and you should just get more cube tattoos
1: well that's I was starting to think about that because I was like this one's good but I did want it to be lower it's not as visible as I want it to be so I'm like well I could just do it again
0: <laughs> yeah just get more cubes I mean there's so many different cubes you could get you could get Rubik's cube you could get ice cubes you could get <laughs> Jake making a cube with his stomach Mm-hmm.
1: If I ever get my Adventure Time tattoo, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I had another really good Adventure Time tattoo recently that I can't, that I'm forgetting right now. I hope I saved it somewhere. Um, yeah. Which we saw a great Adventure Time tattoo last night. Yes. I was pretty, a uh, bunch of drinks in, but we'll, we'll discuss that in the in the bonus clip and I have a feeling where it's going to come up in another episode soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they're, they're there and then... Jake shrinks down into like a little stick fort that Finn's making. And I I guess I was remembering like, you know, we talk a lot of times so much about the, um, the larger stories in adventure time and the themes and how it's carried out. And that's all very interesting. But when I was watching this episode, I was reminded like, Oh yeah, just like the, it's not just like the things they're doing and why they're doing them, but the, how they're doing them that also like, I feel like I haven't talked about enough or maybe we or whatever haven't talked about enough on the show that the choices are so interesting and specific and entertaining. Like I think we laughed multiple times at just small things that were done. Like the way lines were delivered, the way they transferred from scene to scene, like it's great. And like here it's like really we're just establishing that they're just hanging out and Jake gets all small inside of this stick for it and then Peppermint Butler comes out of the ground <laughs> on the fort and says she wants to see it, but like it makes no sense. I don't know, just like <laughs> that those little little choices uh are abound in this episode and it's like, yeah, that that stuff's important too to the overall feel of the show.
0: Yeah, watching other shows like you you begin to realize like how absent those like quirks are sometimes mm-hmm. like adventure time really made uh like a house style where it's like it like you could have the, mo- the most mundane plot but just like the way that the characters are doing it and the way, like the how of their their yeah. ch- decision making it's all in this like adventure time mindset that doesn't exist anywhere else and it's all funny
1: right it's almost like we had this conversation recently about if it was a Quentin Tarantino movie or something where it's like, it's all aesthetic and this is like where it, it gets really interesting. Right. It's cause like, I think you want to point to the bigger things as to, cause it's almost like a, easier to be objectively why it's good when you could point to the foundational elements, but, but even just like these choices that are um, that really inform the feel and vibe of the show and everything um, really is so intrinsically linked to to the, who the characters are, I think it's like when it's done right is when it's uh, we've talked about, and uh, I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's not throwaway or really secondary. How the how is very important. So so yeah, and I mean like it's also fun like when they go they immediately go to visit Princess Bubblegum. She's like in her lab coat. She's got her hair down with the glasses. I was like, this is a look you don't see from PB too too often. And she's tired, and, and the voice acting and everything
0: is 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 really fun. Yeah, she's like yawning through very serious lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: that's great. And they go inside and you meet and and it's funny cuz like she's she was yawning and saying I almost like missed what she was saying. Basically she's going to die at some point and she needs to make sure that is it that she keeps everyone safe or she lives on for there's a bit of ego involved. Like she wants to live forever. Right. And wants something to live on, but
0: she also has this responsibility. Right. Modern science just isn't there yet. Yeah. <laughs> she she can't quite crack immortality yet. Yeah. She would if she could. <laughs> yeah. And that's why she
1: makes this like uh g- Goliad. But what what does she call? It? I mean, later in the thing she calls it a what? Uh a Sphinx. Yeah. And then what does she call it in the episode? I don't know. But it's like this like weird Candy person, cat abomination.
0: Right, and it's scary right away. She talks about how she made it, and like she starts off by saying, like, just like the regular, the regular candy person formula or the regular ingredients that she uses, and like she just like throws a bunch yeah. of shit in a cauldron.
1: Like it, it's um, she calls it like candy soup or something. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just throwing all sorts of stuff in there.
0: Yeah, but then she then she adds like some extra shit, like algebra.
1: oh right well and it's funny when she's dumping all she's dumping candy in there and all the supplies and somehow uh cinnamon bun is in there and he gets in there and then he gets out that was very funny it's also just funny that she has no regard for whether or not cinnamon bun was in yeah um and yeah so that, that that was funny and then She's so tired though. They're like, "All right, look, you gotta go get some sleep." Like, we'll teach it. And she's so tired that she just goes along with it. Which immediately you're like, "This is gonna go
0: bad." Right. This is this is like where you start to see more like the tropey kind of formula. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, okay, Princess Bubblegum has a plan, and she's not able to do it herself, so she enlists Finn and Jake to do the thing that she that she needs to accomplish. And like, you know that they're gonna fuck it up in some way.
1: And they, they sure do. Yeah. Cause she's like, there's too much for the candy things to learn about being a ruler. Like, she's like, I can't go to sleep. And I was almost like, oh, yeah, it seems like this is going to move fast. Like, she's so cons, like, she can't just go to sleep and let the uh, Goliad hang and then pick it up tomorrow. It's like, this seems to be really progressing very quickly. And it's like, <laughs> the teaching needs to happen right now, um, which is interesting. Yeah. So then they go and teach. And then, like, Probably my favorite scene of the whole episode they take jake takes goliad to like the candy preschool to see what's going on there and they walk inside and the scene that's there is remarkable (laughs) you have like a little candy peanut thing that's like going crazy and screaming there's another uh, guy eating blocks there's uh like strawberries whacking a marshmallow two other kids are like there's like a candy teacher in a rocking chair and they're just like painting her face and she's like, no, calm down. And Goliath's like, these kids are scary. And Jake's like, no, I got this and goes to approach him. And 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 this is where it really gets good.
0: Yeah, they immediately turn on Jake and Jake loses his shit. And um, some, again, some really like weird stretchy powers kind of way. He changes color. He does. Which is...
1: This is not, not common. Not common. I don't think common, but they they start going after him, and I mean this is like this is my favorite thing that I made us go back and rewatch. These the little kids start going after Jake, and they go, get his brain. <laughs> Get in his brain and they are running and they're like climbing in his eyelids and his ears into his brain. Like they're going after which is insane. And then another one goes, get his eyes. And to so to solve this, they're in his skull. He blows up and like pushes them out of his head, blowing three different holes in his like skull open. And then he gets really big and like dark. And is very mad and scolds them and gets them in order. And it works. And he and they-
0: barks at them.
2: <laughs> oh, he barks!
1: <laughs> yes, Jake Dog stuff we love. So it, it works. And I, I got to say, there's different. I guess there's different parenting or teaching or leadership styles. Um, and I'm no master or know much about them. But it seemed in this instance these kids needed a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, but you know that this is going to go horribly wrong because Goliad is is Watch following it. Jake's example and
1: yeah. And they go out and they see Finn and Jake's and me. Like, I don't know if this is a good idea, but and it's like, no, I've learned so much from Jake and Jake's sort of just like, Oh God, you, it can't be of anything good. Um, and like, what was Finn doing out there? He was erecting like a, like a
0: gym set thing. Uh, some sort of like gauntlet, which I guess is a thing that they do now and mm-hmm. then from, uh, business time episode oh he was making like an obstacle course i think that the the purpose was like okay if you're going to be a leader you have to lead these citizens through this this course got it um it's it se- this it, it seems like a like kind of like a little roundabout way like the finn and jake logic like why did they make this decision like to teach someone how to be a leader it's like okay i'll just go with it whatever yeah yeah
1: exactly <laughs> um and they're getting there, yeah, and then he's going to do it, and then he uses what he learned from, from Jake and is yelling at all the little kids um, to get through it fast, and they were like, no, no, you can't do that, and, Jay- and Finn's like, use your mind, you have to use your brain to, to connect, and then he immediately produces a third eye that has telekinetic uh, uh, powers. It's very creepy.
0: Yeah, it's super creepy. It's like the creepiest way you could possibly draw this eye.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he picks up Jake, throws him right to the end, and they're like, "Hey, that doesn't work either." He Goes, "Why? Everything happened that everyone wanted to be done. There were no mistakes.
0: It was quick. Is the best way." And Finn is like, "Wait a second, this checks out." <laughs> yeah, this, are you is Goliath right? <laughs> that might be the best
1: way. Um. By the way, Goliath has like an accent of some kind.
0: Uh, who's the the voice actor?
1: Let me look it up here. I couldn't. Wendy L- in Line Linhan. I couldn't pinpoint what it was.
0: It was like British of some kind. Yeah.
1: Huh. Only only credit on IMDb. Oh. G- grand Linhan it worked on the show oh here we go Irish well this looks weird um okay so Graham Lannan was on the IT crowd and this is his daughter I don't know I'm just following the rabbit hole but now <laughs> I'm reading about this guy oh he's he a director and he directed a bunch of stuff people seem to like the IT crowd stuff but now there's a whole this is I don't want don't need to go into this there's, like, seven paragraphs on anti-transgender activism. Oh. Um, that's bad when you're... Wait, what does that say? And then this here, he is likened the use of puberty blockers to Nazi eugenics. Yeah, this is very bad. He's a victim of cancer. This, this is not... I don't like any of this.
0: Okay, fuck this guy.
1: I know. Um, yeah, so let's not talk about it anymore. But... Again, <laughs> I was trying to figure out who, who Wendy Lyman, who did this voice was uh and it's
0: i guess her dad is a piece of shit
1: that's that's what i'm getting anyway it seems to be in uh an irish um accent so yeah um let's let's move on (laughs) uh yeah and then so the the mind control isn't great then they then they immediately are like we got to get princess bubblegum right and go wake her up and She's like, uh oh, she's too powerful now.
0: Yeah. And okay, so Princess Bubblegum is like, oh, they borked this up. We got to start over. And she's like thinking to herself, like her plan of action. And like the idea she has, like, we would like, we just have to disassemble Goliad and start over from scratch. Like she's going over the plan in her mind. But Goliad is listening in telepathically and can hear her thoughts, <laughs> which is super creepy. But oh, it's yeah. like, but it's another thing that, like, it points to like how cold and calculating princess bubblegum is where it's just like oops we fucked this up like just have to like dismantle this sentient being and start again (laughs) Uh
1: yeah it's weird because it's like she created them and they're candy people but then they are living it's yeah it's it's it is it is weird she's she's really playing god and then And then as uh, Goliad gets away, it's like, okay, that's not going to work. I got to go create a second Candy Sphinx now, which is insane. And what she does in like a matter of minutes, she whips up another Sphinx.
0: Right. Um, Well, not immediately. Finn and Jake do have to distract Goliad while she's doing it. And there is some pretty funny uh, little interlude, like sort of dream sequence kind of things where it's like... Finn is trying not to think of Princess Bubblegum telling him the plan. Oh yeah. And Goliad is invading his thoughts, trying to see that that recent memory. So he keeps manipulating like the images in his mind to be like this weird fucked up shit that and Goliad's getting frustrated being like, what is, what is happening? Yeah. He's like, he's like melting Princess Bubblegum's face and like turns her into a dolphin. And and then he does the buff baby dance. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: great. Uh, it's really funny stuff. Uh, and then Goliath gets mad, and then and then comes up. What's the name of the other Candy Sphinx?
0: Stormo.
1: Stormo. Stormo. Uh, immediately greeted as brother, like the the candies. Uh, Goliad like knows Stormo to be the brother, but Stormo uh, doesn't speak like Goliad; it just squawks like a eagle,
0: right? But it's it flies. That, yeah, it's assumed that Goliad can understand what Stormo is saying, yeah. But we, but we can't. Yeah. Um, who who voices Stormo?
1: Henry Linehan.
0: Oh, so is it really the brother of?
1: Oh, the brother. Yeah, the real brother
0: of Wendy. Interesting. Yeah. So, also, <laughs> someone with a piece of shit tag.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I just remember everyone loved the IT crowd. Like that was like a hip British show. So yeah. He was
0: like an actor on that show. Like he, wasn't he was one of them... he created it. Oh, the creator. Hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. We can read. More. Everyone can read in more on this, but like, yeah, Chris O'Dowd. Oh wow. Matt Berry, yeah, everyone loved this thing. Um, anyway, I know, right? Uh, Richard Iowata is that how you say his name. I never really got into him, but I know people are like, "This, this is one of the funniest dudes."
0: Yeah, he's great. Um, he's uh, What do they? What What do they call him? Um, like the New Zealander, Dwight Schrute.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So. And then they, they, Princess Bubblegum's like they're gonna have a psychic battle, and then it ends up being just a stalemate because they're they're just as strong as each other.
0: Yeah, they're like completely equally matched, and so they just are in this eternal locked stalemate. And I think they show up at some other point in the series, but we're just sort of left hanging. Like this is this is always happening in the background for the next six seasons that yeah. these these two sphinxes are just like staring at each other. With-
1: with probably the ability to destroy <laughs> ew yeah. um, and what's then what's what's really interesting again deepening the character if you notice this he goes why is stormo good and Goliad bad and she's like well it's because i put something different in stormo i put a piece of your dna in um and then you know he's like oh so stormo's my son happy birthday um
2: <laughs> which is like the implications
0: of that Right. Well, so so far reaching. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I also wanted to say the implications of that would be that Finn, that obviously means Finn is good, right? But that then, and and it's good. And that's why Stormo's adventure and that Finn truly is good core. But if Goliad is bad and Goliad is the bad guy and had Princess Bubblegum's DNA, then that doesn't speak very well of her character.
0: I I think what it probably means in, in a larger level is that Finn has uh, a more innately innocent and heroic like soul, like that like his soul that got here from the comet incarnated into a butterfly and then over and over again over the course of however many you know lifetimes. like because Stormo is like a brand new being. So it's like pretty much in the default state of like whatever Finn's tendencies would be. Um, so at, at this point, like in Finn's journey through reincarnation, Mm -hmm. like his, his, like his good qualities are getting more and more distilled and more and more pure and like heroic princess bubblegum on the other hand, has not had the opportunity of, you know, hundreds of reincarnations. Like she's a thousand years old. She's been the same being for such a long time, so all of her character development has had to come within one single lifetime as learned attributes. So her native uh, state, as like a newborn, like consciousness, is probably cold, calculated, not necessarily evil, but just neutral. Um, Interesting. So
1: right, because so, Dorma was—I mean, Aglaiad uh, was very neutral at the beginning,
0: right? So to, to use her DNA, I guess as the basis for a new being, like you're not getting all of her learned attributes over the last thousand years. You're just getting uh, like what's reverting back to her nation state.
1: That's a, that's a really good, I never really thought about how the incarnations factor in. That's a really cool point.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just my analysis right now of like what's, what's hap- like Cause why are those two characters different? Goliad yeah. and Stormo. Mm-hmm. I like that. They're both um, brand new beings. So like they haven't really learned anything. I mean, this was the whole point of the episode is like they weren't able to teach Golia what they wanted to teach. Yeah. So this is, we're, it's kind of, if anything, just a commentary on the core values of Finn, D- Finn and, and Princess and Bubblegum. And,
1: yeah. Which Finn is just uh, truly
0: heroic. Right. He sort and, of came out that way, but Princess yeah. Bubblegum had to learn to be yeah, the, 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 a leader yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Has to learn to be a leader while, while as he comes out fully formed, like, let me go save the day. Yeah. Very interesting. I like it. Uh, did you see the snail?
0: Okay. Yes, I saw the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? No.
2: Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for it, but only briefly. Where was it?
0: He was uh, in the preschool. This, the opening shot when Finn and Goliad, or sorry, when Jake and Goliad come through the door into and, the preschool, and they're
1: looking at all the kids.
0: Uh, no, it's the shot of like from inside of the school, like watching the door open from uh, the outside, and, and Jake and Goliad walk in. Damn it, <clears throat> F! Congratulations to me yeah. and only me once again.
2: One second, one second. I'm sorry. Congratulations,
3: every my friend, saw the snow and I can't even begin to pretend to know where the guy was. Not till next week, guys. Of... Eric Dino, you're the champion.
0: Oh, did we get someone? Was was someone? Yes. Someone started to count.
1: Yes, this is this is part of the mail. Uh, okay. Well, get, d- did you want to do it now or you want to wait?
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's do. Let's do. Did you see the mail?
1: Yeah. Okay. Did, 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 did you see mail.
0: Did you see mail. Did you see uh, did you see okay. Somebody, I, I forget where this was. Was this in an email or was it like on a
1: comment somewhere or something? This is an email, which I'm going to find.
0: Somebody is is out there keeping score. There yes. it is.
1: Derek, or best known as Dorian, um, started listening to the podcast about a month ago with a new job and a long commute. Um, and we are very honored that you've been spending that time with us. Um, they're up to episode forty-three, so we're at one hundred eight today. Um, it might be a second before you 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 hear this. <laughs> it's, we're recording this in March of twenty. 20- <laughs> 23 i can't wait please email us when when you get here (laughs) yeah because i'm very curious how fast you're going to binge through this uh but yes we have been asking for a historian or someone to keep track of the you know this who saw the snail and how many times and like i we already know that it's going to be eric winning most (laughs) of the time um but yeah i mean he, he answered a question which is like what episodes i've been the only one to see the snail in um it looks like episode 17 elements part two and episode 26 dentist so i've up to basically halfway through this podcast i had only seen the snail solo twice <laughs> yeah um or they're gonna send another email with uh, um, a full scoreboard um so that's gonna be really fun and i love i love love that dorian Loves Adventure Time, but also loves our discussions of Scott and music in general. And also the spicy episodes where you get political are my favorite. I guess I fall within that target demographic. You certainly do. Um, well, when was the last time we got spicy? Um, pff, at least like two or three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've still gotten spicy. We got spicy about some shit. We got spicy about religion or something. I mean, it, it happens. But it's been hasn't been as spicy recently i think because we're both just so tired
0: yeah why why have we both been so busy like in this, in the winter like this i don't know this is
1: i know this is what buns me out is that january and february are supposed to be like these like golden little bit slower months where i can really dig in on things and it's like been just absolutely
0: shredding yeah i guess i did something stupid by booking a tour and scheduling an album release in december yeah so i've just been trying to come back from that and i'm moving right now i'm in the process of moving
1: yeah that's a lot dude <laughs> um yeah okay um we got this isn't a mail but this is a an episode QA, i guess for the witch's garden it auto didn't think, what do you think about this episode and um, oh that's on spotify on spotify and someone wrote back honestly not a fan of, of the first season compared to later season. So I can't say I have the fondest feelings for this episode.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, well, I mean, I agree with the sentiment. Uh, I think yeah, and boy, uh, learning to appreciate the first season is something that I had to cultivate yeah. over the course of doing this podcast for a couple of years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Well, it's been cool. You know, we've, we've, our, our pace has slowed down a little bit since we've been active, but it seems like people are like you taking the time to catch up on recent episodes. Um, 'Cause which is interesting. That's an interesting observation looking at the, the back end right now. But yeah, it's uh it, send us an email whenever you want at did you see the mail at gmail dot com. Always down to talk to folks. It's been a while since we did a mail segment, so please.
0: Uh yeah, I mean we pretty much always read them on air. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's how that's how infrequently we actually get email.
1: Yeah, there was a time where we were getting them more frequently. I guess we were like soliciting it more, but yeah. Um, cool. And then if, if you're enjoying the podcast and you made it this far, please uh if you want to support us, give us five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. Um we can follow find us on social media. Um and um you can give us money at anchor.fm slash adventure guides podcast should you wish. And really just tell one friend or post about it online or some shit, uh would be the probably the easiest and best way to support us. So We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Um, yep. Miscellaneous Mania.
0: episode was storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Skylar Page Uh Skylar Page also piece of shit oh really? yeah he uh was the creator of Clarence that got fired for sexual harassment it was like the big cartoon thing what's Clarence it was a show? it was a show <clears throat> this, I was, don't I, this was I don't, I don't know how many years ago this was but oh nine years ago oh he shit had, it kind of made waves in the, um, in the, like, the animation world or whatever. Mm, yeah. This was, right, because he was fired in, like, 2014. And that mm-hmm. was, like, before a lot of stuff like this was getting coverage often. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn.
1: Well, Tom Herpich, uh... Nothing like that to say. <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh Yeah, I mean, just a true titan of Adventure Time,
0: yep. Mr. Fox himself. <laughs> Mr. Fox himself. Uh, I man, I that the affectation that Tom Herpich speaks with for the Mr. Fox voice is just. I hear it so many places, and yet it's 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 never it's never like I was like, oh, is that Mr. Fox? Is that the Mr. Fox voice? It's not, and just like. It's so identifiable that it's, it jumps out at me. Yeah, like in everyday life, or in like just watching whatever, just like hearing a, a, like a like a voiceover or something like that. It always grabs my attention for whatever reason. It sticks with me.
1: I know. I love it. It's a really cool choice the the way that the way that it does it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, a few things here that I you know I just talked about her look, um. And this is the first time we see Princess Bubblegum wearing glasses. Um, Also, she didn't wear her royal crown for the entire episode, which is very interesting. But Um,
0: Finn visualizes her wearing it. Right. Because that's how she looks so often. Yeah. They start getting a lot more creative with PB's outfits later in the show. This is maybe like the beginning of that, I guess. This is the first time they show her wearing glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like her character design is a little bit different from the, from the beginning, like the way her face is drawn. Um, yeah, but like they start out with this very archetypal princess kind of thing. Um, and they move away from that and they give her like cool outfits to wear, which is, uh, it's fun because Finn and Finn always wears the same shit. Yeah. Um, and Marceline too, they start giving her cooler outfits to wear throughout the series. Yeah. It's fun. That's, and it doesn't always get to happen for for characters. Right. I mean there's like gags in it, right, where like in Stephen Univ- in Stephen Universe where he's doing his laundry and he's just got like a dozen of the same yeah. red shirt with a star.
1: <laughs> Very funny. Um Yeah. It's 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 great. I'm looking at other references in here. Um Yeah, so they got the name Goliad. Tom Herpich got it. The name of a town in Texas where the second battle of the Texas Revolution took place. And you just said it sounded cool.
0: You might think I am aware of that, but I'm not. I think people that grew up in Texas probably are. Uh, Texas is very heavy-handed with like Texas history growing up. And I'm sure that, you know... (laughs) it's not necessarily the most reliable source yeah. of information that the Texas like yeah, history textbook. I think they have uh, agendas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but they, um, yeah, they like, that was, that was the thing when I moved there. It's like noticing like how, like how much emphasis they placed on Texas history and like Texan culture and stuff. Yeah. Something I didn't really notice in New York ever.
1: Yeah. Not most other places. I don't think. Right. Um, yeah. Anything else you wanna bring up? I look I looked through some more of this and I was like, none of that it's very fun. We don't need to be saying stuff that's not fun, you know.
0: There's just like a lot of cool details in this episode. They're pointing them out on the wiki, but you know, whatever. Um just like I noticed like the background art is like really fun in this episode, like as they are walking down the stairs into like the underground laboratory. Mm -hmm. Like there's like a lot of cool details in the background art.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Um, all right, can we, um, Eric, go down the rabbit hole?
0: Sure. You're gonna YouTube search Goliad? Yeah. Just find a bunch of Texas shit. Yeah. <laughs> can
1: Can you play the uh the theme? <laughs> down the rabbit, down
3: rabbit hole. Down. down the rabbit hole.
1: All right. Adventure time first. Yep. And then we get. Then we start getting Texas. Ah, uh, here's the the. Dude's going in Jake's head. It's so weird. All right. This one, the story of the Goliad massacre or Goliad, one of the best small towns to visit. Uh, Which one do you want to watch roughly?
0: I don't know. What are the sources on this?
1: Uh, Dude, look at this. Is this a song? There's always a fucking song (laughs) or a band. Right? Is this a song? Stupid ad. Wait, is this John Wick? Whoa, there's a fourth John Wick. I didn't know about that. It's coming. Whoa. All right, what is this going to be?
0: And I don't know if this is a man. More Texas shit. Is it? You see the snake?
1: Yeah. What is this? (laughs) It's like a short film. It's very serious. Is that a gun? What is this channel? I don't know defense distributed uh, I'm getting bad vibes I know I'm, I don't like that I don't like all these guns uh, 156 comments All right, I'm zipping through this the fuck is this? What what was that video? It didn't it was just like a montage. 156 comments. All right, yeah, I def um Oh God, I don't like, I don't like where this took us. This is the dangerous of going, this is the dangers of going down the rabbit hole. (laughs) All right, let's keep, yeah. Lots of Texas shit. Okay. Not as fun. Oh, this guy's just, I like this. Ooh, look at that. That looks cool. Um, someone just one view dude four hours ago <laughs> dude I, okay we're deep in here this is somebody in goliad texas it looks like in like a really interesting airbnb that's like below ground and they're doing a little tour what's the sound yeah cool wood let's see okay hold on let's see if this this is like almost like a personal video we're at the Presidio in Gilead, Texas, and we're staying at the Old Fort Mission <clears throat> Officer's Quarters, I call it.
0: Uh, okay. Did he say Gilead? Yeah, he, he pronounced did. it Gilead? Yeah, he did. That's even worse. That's like The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look,
1: look, this is like someone doing the Gilead massacre in uh, Minecraft. <laughs> what the fuck? 56 views. <laughs> Dude, this is great. This is going to just jumble up my algorithm in a much-needed way. You see this? Look at this. Can you kill people in Minecraft? I don't... Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you ever play Minecraft? No. Me neither. was wow, just so much Texas Goliad shit. I can't believe, like... I don't know. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube. Like
0: there is, you know, I uh this was I don't know how many years ago, like a long ass time ago. Um
1: a long ass fucking time ago. Someone, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone uh was telling me that it was like an older person in Texas. They were telling me like they didn't like have cable or whatever, like they didn't have um like news or something on their TV. They just got their news from YouTube and this had to have been like, yeah, what year? Or like 2015 or something like, right? Like, like right as like maybe Trump was like starting to uh-huh. like, like have a laughable rise to like a possible political career. Um, and I just remember thinking it was like really weird. Like get your news from YouTube. Like, that doesn't seem reputable, like, but also it doesn't seem harmful. Like yeah. just seems like kind of like, wh- why is that the decision you're making? Like you want to get your, your news from YouTube and you know, fast forward how many years later it's like, oh yeah, this is like a major <laughs> source of misinformation and fucking conspiracy theorists. And, and yeah, that person turned out to be a fucking huge QAnon mess, mm-hmm. like crazy racist bullshit. Like,
1: yeah, Yeah, you know, the, well, hey, look at us getting spicy, but the, um, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and defend like the mainstream news networks, uh, and be like they're perfect or the same thing. And I think that a discussion around them being better, because really they're just selling outrage and division and whipping people up into a frenzy in order to make ad revenue and stuff like I think that they're they're all clearly all doing that to a degree some worse than others but and that's something that needs to be talked about but it's like basically other people on YouTube and podcasters and and folks and QAnon took that as like a point that it's like almost something all everyone can agree on like it it the news needs to be better and they took that and start saying it, but then weaponized it for their own profit. <laughs> right. And it's just like, fuck. It's like, no, that it, it's like, that is a serious topic we should all discuss. But the solution is not watching your weird YouTube news channel or getting in this Facebook group. You know what I mean? Like people are then treading on that for, uh, for their own financial gain. it's, that's not helping things either. <clears throat>
3: it's bad.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, Eric, I have, I have, uh, pretty decent YouTube subscriber base and uh, I can tell you that there's no fucking profit in ska music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Well, I'm getting, I'm reading my texts. I, like, I gotta see what my night holds for. Me. I'm going to see a grateful dead cover band tonight. titled grateful shred. Sean is also a fan. Um, Eric is not attending the show, but we may have overlap as you're working the after show at Brooklyn bowl.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll see. I don't know what the um, what the run of show is for tonight. Are they? Is there's not an opener? I don't think they do two sets. I yeah. think maybe I'll go there for the second set.
1: I'll be around. No pressure, because I know that we've discussed this. I don't know how deeply we discussed that on air, but we've been discussing. <laughs> you're, you've you're, probably an oversaturation of uh, tribute bands. Um, I see two tribute bands like a year, and that might. be... Well, usually shred is the only one I'll see. So I'll see like one tribute band a year, and it happens to be Grateful Shred, Grateful Dead theme. You, you were, you've been seeing at least one a week for <laughs> a yeah. year. So that's a that that would that would wear me out. Um, But yeah, maybe maybe like it, maybe not. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm um, happy 311, everybody. Happy
0: 311, yeah. Okay, that's it? Yeah. No, we need to pick an episode for... Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm so tired.
2: What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? Let's go! it's the episode generator. 76?
0: Ghost Princess.
1: Have you seen that one? I don't think so. Yeah, formerly known as Warrior Princess.
0: Do we want to save that for a Halloween episode though?
1: Probably. It's one of
0: the spooky ones. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Roll it again. Can we do um can we redo
1: Ricardio the Heart Guy?
0: You wanna redo it? <laughs> yeah. Why?
1: Because I just saw a picture of him and he freaks me out so much I was like, I kinda wanna watch that one again.
0: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Ricardio.
1: I know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> But, like, I kind of want to see what happens if I watch it again.
0: (laughs) Okay, well. 139. I hope he's in it.
1: 39. Love games. That would be a really sensible one for Ricardio to be in, given that it's about love. Slime Princess. Or she'll lose the, she needs a husband or she'll lose the, the kingdom. Right?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Let's do that one. All right. That is, oh, here we go.
1: Season five, episode 35, Love Games, Slime Princess episode. Cool. Maria Banford. All right. <coughs> um, Riccardo, I hope we do get to see you
0: again sometime. No, we've done both of his episodes, haven't we? He has two episodes?
1: Yeah. What's the
0: second episode? Uh, The one where Lady Rainicorn is pregnant. I don't think we did that one. And yeah, uh, Princess Bubblegum and Lady Rainicorn have to save Finn and Jake from Ricardio. I think we did that. We definitely did that episode. No. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Fuck, we did. <laughs> Lady and
0: Peebles. Wait, is that the one you're saying? Did wait? Did we not do the first Ricardio episode then?
1: That's the the Ricardio episode. Hold on. <laughs>
0: I think we did both of them.
1: Come on, Google, work for our podcast. Huh, I don't know. Well, we can go look at it.
0: It doesn't even matter, because we're going to do Love Games. Yeah. Season 5, episode 35. Sounds good. (laughs) Okay. Bye. All right, peace out, y'all.
2: Check, check, check. Here we are at h h Reserve in Williamsburg. It's Nick's birthday. Hey, Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having birthday drinks. Eric came like the good friend he is. And uh, we don't really have an episode to talk about right now, but we do have a cast of characters that are friends that have been on the pod that will be here, so maybe we grab a soundbite or two. Yeah, when are we going to record our, our episode this week?
3: I don't know. I guess this weekend, maybe. Yeah, tomorrow.
2: We could. S- or, Sunday or Sunday, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe a Friday night, maybe. <laughs> Friday night. This will probably be a bonus clip. Yeah, and this is going to be our 311 episode, also. Oh. Well. We, all right. Well, we're gonna have to do something for that. Oh, well, you have a 311 theme song, already. yeah? Why did we have one if we didn't do episode 311? Was it episode 69 or something? Well, it's just, it's March 11th. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I, I thought it was episode 311 for a second. No, no, no. It's our annual 311 episode. Yeah, okay. And Nick's birthday episode, which happens around the same time every year. Yeah, I know, it's a tradition now. We, uh, I don't know if you remember two years ago, we made the promise that we would do an escape room murder mystery for your birthday. And we've never delivered on that. That we need to figure out. <laughs> like stat. Yeah. Because we watched uh, the Mystery Train episode. Yes. A classic. A classic. Cool. Yeah. This, this bar is cool. Pretty 70s. They got a Dog Day afternoon poster. I love that Yeah, I don't really uh, go to bars in Williamsburg. There you go, this is a cool one. This bar is like one of those, there's a couple around where this bar has been like four different bars since I've lived here. It can't ever stay open. It's like amazing location. Let's just have insane rent. I know, right? Yeah, like when you said you were meeting here, I, I'd never heard of the place, but I walk by here almost every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the story of this bar. All right, well, Dave Lucas is in the building. Yeah, we'll probably get him on at some point yeah I think Mara's coming we'll get her on oh hell yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, all right we'll check it'll, back it'll in it'll later huge comsion yeah. what's up we what you want to do some pod? What? What are you saying? Yeah. I think I think we're gonna get out of here in a little bit. Let's let's get a little wrap up. We're gonna record for some
3: pod. Yeah, absolutely. Our friend George is here who has a really good. Uh, Adventure Time Tattoo
2: Whoa Yeah and he Whoa. wants To
3: show it to you And he wants to be On an episode Yes uh, George okay. Miata We're Lead singer in and ARMY First in the Giving him his cover band Oh my god And of uh, Tongue. So yeah, he, yeah. he has uh, An idea for an episode If you haven't done it yet So oh, Anyway Hey everybody
2: We've got a button. Dave Lugas MVP We've got to find him
3: this is my favorite thing. Oh Your podcast, God, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I, you all need to meet tonight. Uh, it's how he and I bonded, and how Eddie and I bonded. So. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. <laughs> all right. Well, we gotta like go talk about this. Uh, do you want to just talk yeah, to him yeah, about yeah, yeah, Adventure yeah. right now? Let's okay. get it. All right. Let's yeah. Sorry uh, to <laughs> meet these guys on the podcast. What's up? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, I'm Eric. Eric? Yeah. Eric, very nice to meet you. Yeah. I do the Adventure Time podcast with Nick. I am very honestly, I, I've listened to it a bunch of times now. Ever since he told me about it, I was like, hey, wait, this exists? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going on, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm so jealous. That's incredible. It was a big part of how we all became friends. Hell oh, yeah. Well, okay, I'm recording right now a bonus clip for our current episode oh yeah well we gotta get you on sometime I would absolutely love what to be on the up. tattoo oh. my tattoo my fin so this is the hall of egress oh. when he had to strip down and go and uh, solve the mind puzzles yes yeah whoa
2: <laughs> so yeah That's I would love to be true. on the
3: podcast yeah, anytime <laughs> I, I as soon as he told me about it, I started listening to you guys, and I was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is right up my alley." So endorsements for the podcast. These guys are incredible, and they're doing everything right. We're on the same page. Yeah, I'm George. Nick, Nick, nice to meet you. We talked about this earlier tonight that he needs to meet you guys. So this we is so great. Please, yeah, let me know. I'm here for it. Yeah. Have you done that episode yet? The Hall of Egress he yeah. can, yeah. can do it again Oh, I mean, yeah We could do it again We could do it again, yeah or I mean, can... whatever you guys want to do I wouldn't impose. Yeah, Yeah, let's do it again Let's, let's fucking do it again <laughs> you. you have a whole eager statue We have to do it with you yeah. so I do have a, a story behind it, too It's like Through my COVID experience And having post-COVID And being sick for like two years when I watched this again it like really resonated like how he felt and how, what I was going through and I decided to get the tattoo because I was like either I'm not going to get better from this and I have this to guide me or I am going to get better and I'll look at it and be like hey if I could go through that you know I can go through everything so there's there's, there's, there's Attached so we can, Dude, you get the magic of the show. you <laughs> Oh yeah. So is, you gotta, you gotta be on. It is the most magical show of all time. There's nothing. There's nothing like it. It's my. i my favorite show. That's number one. No doubt. It's, yeah. It has everything that you can want. I brought it up in my job interview, and they were like, Oh, like what's a good example of like music in a show? I was like, Well, of course, Adventure Time. Like it's just. Yeah.
2: It's, just, it's the
3: perfect show. Dude, I yeah. love it. We're all best friends has. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm very happy to meet you guys. Yeah, very so, happy to meet you. It's one of those things where it's like, you meet somebody, or even you hear, like, I listen to you guys' podcast, I was like, these guys got it. Thanks for <laughs> actually listening to it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's such a bad place to stand. Sorry, I just feel like I have no, no, to continue The like, bar going. is not set up to win. Yeah, no. <laughs> Especially this area. <laughs> Let me give you my number. Yeah. And then uh...
2: We're a little bit behind schedule. Okay. Usually, what to do. Let me know. A lot of times on
3: the weekends, but then we're we're
2: kind of we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just let
3: me know. Sorry, I might need some new Yeah, yeah.
2: Let it, let Amazing. Amazing. Holy shit. Finding Kindred Spirits. I'm looking at at the waveform of this recording. It's basically a fucking sausage. Inaudible. This is going to be unlistenable. But we're going to put it on there anyway. But, but we got a new a new head that's going to come on the pod <laughs> and a Kindred Spirit. Yes. All right, happy Let's let's okay. Let's close it out. Happy 311, everyone. Happy 311. All right, bye. I'm glad you initiated it. <laughs> yeah.